Something is bubbling among women today. Women crave honest stories that entertain, motivate, and move them. Women want reinforcement that they are not alone in feeling the way that they do and that they can feel good about their prospects. Stories and Strategies for Women podcast will share riveting stories about amazing women. I'm your host, Claudine Walk. A good story well told is powerful. A good story can motivate. A good story can inspire action. Hey, Stories and Strategies listeners. We are very excited to welcome a new sponsor. It's iBobs at iBobs.com. I discovered iBobs a few years ago when I needed readers. If I needed to wear glasses, I wanted them to be fun to wear and fun to buy iBobs fits the bill and makes buying glasses super easy. Wondering what frames look the best on you? Check out the style quiz on the site to help you find the perfect frames. iBobs is offering a special discount for Stories and Strategies for Women listeners. Enter promo code STORIESANDSTRAT10, spell the end, at the checkout to receive your 10% discount today. Hello, Stories and Strategies friends. I recorded an interview for a radio show that I was co-hosting called Let's Talk on WDVR Radio. And the guest, Denise Paul, is a perinatal loss grief counselor. And the subject was miscarriage and stillbirth. Our conversation before and after that interview off-air was so honest and interesting that I felt compelled to share it with you as a podcast episode. I'll include all the info we talk about in the show notes, including Denise's website, and the Unite Organization's website, where you can join support groups and where you can buy the pamphlet that we discuss in the episode. The pamphlet is titled Miscarriage and Childbirth Guide for Parents. We start the interview kind of in the middle, so forgive that, but at least you know that it's raw and honest. Hope you enjoy it. And I have really close girlfriends, and I don't know that I've ever had a conversation with any of them about this, to be honest. Um, But I remember everything. I remember every. I remember everything about that day. I remember my husband was out of town. I remember my sister. Thank God, my sister came down to stay with my son, and she was great with me. She stayed overnight with me. But I just, oh, the, I just felt so lost and so sad and so, yeah, all those things. And to and and to to have it happen and not even be able to acknowledge it and for folks to be like get over it that's that's why I think it's so important that we kind of shine a light on it so that at least there's some sensitivity there and for a mom to know there are resources available and yes you know please get help and please talk in a peer group and you're entitled to that because I think a lot of moms think well I need to just get over it. everybody's telling me I need to get over it I just yeah. I just need to get right. over it society sweeps it under the rug yes here's the problem Friends and family don't give moms permission to mourn this loss. Yes. So they, they're they forced to minimize the loss in their own mind because if the loss is too little to be acknowledged or mourned, then like it's just shutting you down because society just says, oh, you know, so many, I had a miscarriage, she had a miscarriage, everybody had a miscarriage, like it's not a big deal. And moms are saying, but wait a minute, it is a big deal. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I've, I've been married for 30 years. And um, because I did that interview with Jerry, I just started crying during the interview uh-huh. like an idiot. And she and she was so great. But I told my husband about it later. And he said, you know what, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry that I didn't, 
you know, I didn't realize how important it was to you, you know, and how, um, how upset you were at the time and he and that I wasn't there. And I he had said that at the time, too. But I mean, how would we know? You know, I was 11 weeks pregnant, I wouldn't have known. Um, but that he understood, you know, how what a big deal it was. I don't know. It's funny because I and, and how you know that you can cry about it 30 years later. Good grief. Wow. Right. I mean, that's a yeah, big deal. Yeah, you might need to do some catch up. It's called yeah. catch up morning, yeah. like catch I, up on your morning. That I, you sus- didn't I suppressed then. it. <laughs> and then I had a rainbow baby, right? You know, the doctor said you should wait. Of course, I didn't listen. I got pregnant right away with my daughter. <laughs> and um, that was that. So but I, I think that 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 I had a feeling it was a boy. I named him Matthew. I, I knew oh, I, I, I yeah. oh, yeah, I just I was convinced it was a boy. He was oh, a boy. Wow. Yeah, weird. Got your little girl. Yeah, two. And then I had another one without even trying. Uh, like, hello. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was one of those. I don't know if you, I think we're okay. Well, you know, <laughs> nine months later, oh. there's Allie. <laughs> anyway, oh. well, thank you so much. And thank you for this wonderful brochure. And I, I, I'm going to use this if I ever have anyone who's gone through this. And really, you did a great sure. job. You should publish it. I mean, it's published, obviously, well, but yeah, it's yeah, it's published, but I don't know where to sell it, so I have it on my website. Yeah, I mean, it's really wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah, I donated it to our hospital. That's what I did with it. Oh, how nice of you! <laughs> yeah, because it's good stuff. I mean, I read a lot of stuff, and this is good stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That makes me feel really good. You know what, Claudine? I wrote this because. Um, because I would go to grief perinatal loss conferences and I would see the garbage that <laughs> reputable grief organizations were putting out and hospitals were using, my hospital included. Um, and it was, it was things that were copy written in like 1980 and they, it wasn't laid out this nicely. It wasn't, it was just not they were not good so I thought I'm gonna write my own yes so I did I wrote my own I I gave it out for free at a perinatal loss conference um, two years ago thinking that hospitals would want to buy it and not one hospital bought it Um, and I know and my feelings weren't hurt I know that it's so hard to change things in hospitals if hospitals have brochures that they've been handing out for the past 20 years that's what they do they just keep handing them out and um this is mine is so sensitively written um like one of the brochures that they still hand out talk about um unmarried women um might feel relieved that their baby stop it please stop please stop (laughs) oh my gosh yes that's horrific and I thought, oh, dear Lord, this is what they're still printing. Wow. So um, so I thought, well, I'm going to, my uh, chaplain at my hospital said, write your own. And I wrote a mis. I started with a miscarriage one. Okay. And then the chief of OB said, instead of writing a separate stillbirth one, because the, the line is so. It is. He said, write a miscarriage and stillbirth. And then what I realized is I really should title it Miscarriage, Stillbirth, and Early Infant Death 
because I've had parents that have had babies that lived briefly mm-hmm. and this doesn't sit well with them. Really? Because their baby wasn't a stillbirth. Yes. Yes. So I don't send it to them. Yes. Even though everything's applicable. Really the same. Yeah. Um, I think then maybe I need to get my husband it owns an advertising agency, so he his people designed this for me and they print it for me. Nice. So I could easily redesign the cover to include an early infant death. Yeah, absolutely. That would be and there's just yeah. so much to it. I mean, I have every every page is highlighted with my writing in it. Um, it, it when you wrote, it's up to you to decide what you want to say, when you want to say it, and with whom you yeah. want to share your story. How empowering is that? And that's yes, the one thing you feel is powerless. And for someone to say to you. We talk about the yeah. story. Because, I, you know, I start in the hospital and say, what is your story? Mm. You know, either you had a miscarriage, you had a stillbirth, you had a stillborn baby, your baby was born at 20 weeks. Like, what is your story that you are going to be telling people the rest of your life? Mm. The reality is your story is different depending upon where you are. If you're in Wawa and someone says, how many kids do you have? You know, you say, I have one. You know, like, and we, we rehearse that in group. What do you say? I have a baby that died, you know, when I was six months pregnant, I had a stillborn baby, his name is Matthew, I had. Um, so the story is important, because uh, parents have to know the distinction between a miscarriage and a stillbirth, or baby died after, you know, after birth. And um, parents always say that their story changes depending on yeah, and, it, and it's important to them. The particular story is important to your point. You said that they, if, if the baby was born and, and breathing when they, the baby was born, they don't want it to be called a stillborn no. baby. It all, right. ma- it all right. matters. It all matters. Their baby, moms will tell me my baby lived 33 minutes. Like mm. how many mm. minutes their baby lived. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So why do you think it is that we don't talk about it? Is it just people are uncomfortable or other people are uncomfortable or we just got in the habit of not talking about it because other people were not comfortable and we kept with the habit? You know, why don't we talk about it? Or just too painful Let's maybe? See. I don't know. Um, maybe you don't want you don't want to scare people that this is a reality that could possibly happen. Right. Um, it's the most heartbreaking thing to think of a baby dying before they're born like it's just too horrific yep to imagine yep um and you know back in the day of our grandmothers uh stillborn babies were whisked away the mothers never saw them never held them never named them didn't have funerals you know now we encourage the funerals we encourage all this memory making and rituals yes so the tide has has changed over the years Thank in, goodness. in such a good way. And we're realizing that, yes, it is painful to hold your dead baby. But yeah. the parents, there are a couple parents over the years that chose not to even see them or hold them. And I know that in months to come, they're going to be so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So I always encourage my parents 
too. I always say, I know how hard this is. This is the worst day of your life, but you know, your baby deserves to be held by you. Your baby deserves your love. Right. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The other thing that I really liked is that you, you gave examples of quotes, like for example, I was so happy to share my pregnancy news with you a few weeks ago, but I'm sorry to say that I had a miscarriage because a lot of times you don't, you don't know, you don't have the words and, and that you gave the words to, to moms, I think is, is fantastic. Um, Cause you need that help. You know what I mean? You probably feel so, you know, broken yourself that you just, you need yep. help. And that's one of the things you need help with. What do I say? Yeah. And it's so hard. Some people don't tell people they're pregnant and then when they have a miscarriage, they don't know what to do because the people never knew they were pregnant. So do, do they bother saying? Um, yeah. And s- some people will choose to not tell people for a while. But then what I've learned from my parents is at least I've learned that some parents tell right away because at least they got to share the good news for however long the pregnancy lasts. So for two months, you know, I was excited. My friends were excited that I was pregnant. And then they were also the ones that were disappointed when I lost the baby, but they were also the ones that were emotionally invested and they were the ones that could possibly help me through it. Yes. So. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then just giving yourself the, the space to Feel the way you're going to feel. Just feel it. Feel the way you're yeah. going to feel. Handle it the way you want to handle it. There's no right or wrong. Um, there's there's some great resources at the back of the uh, pamphlet as well that says uh, one of them is books saying no. What it's okay that you're not okay. That looks like a really good one. I like the it's title. It's a really good book. It's not specifically about baby loss. Okay. It's about loss in general, but it's so practical. Yep. One, one of my moms that I mentioned that grieves so well um, recommended this book. And I have, you know, I have so much of the book underlined because there's so many good points in that book. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. But it reminds me of when you have a, uh, when you were a kid and you would feel you would fall and it, back in the day it used to be it's okay it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt it's okay you know because right, right, right. if you get upset the kid's gonna get upset it's just gonna make it worse but but now it's almost like like let the kid cry it does hurt yes right yes yes <laughs> that's a good point you know yep so you know hopefully it, it it makes it better but i do i like that it that you you're recognizing that or you're telling me reporting that it's changed and, and I think that's all part. I mean, we talk a lot about empowering women. We talk about Me Too. We talk about uh, women coming into their own. And, and this is a real big part of our experience as women. And it really shouldn't be swept under the rug. And let, like you said in the beginning, if that's your choice, that's your choice. You can handle it how you want. But if you really want to feel it and you really want to take some time to, to, to mourn it, and, and that's, that's your right. I love that. Yeah, I hope... I hope that came across okay when I mentioned my own daughter, um, that some people, it's a big thing for them, and some people, they can handle it better. Like, yeah. I hope I wasn't. No, finished. and I, I think you said it perfectly in the beginning um, of, your, of your book here when you say um, you have the right to handle it the way you need to handle it. 
Uh, they, they, there's no right and wrong way. You have the right to take this loss in stride and not view it as a life-changing event. Absolutely. Um, because people are different. That's the bottom line. People are different. Women are different. They're going to handle it the way they handle it. To, but to be shut down when, you know, and I, I'm not yes. exactly sure what happened with Jerry in, in her book there, but um, she she looked at her husband like, um, how are you not devastated? And that bothered her, you know, and yeah. he was focusing on her. That was clear. Um, and she yeah. just, to your point, she just needed to talk it out with people who really understood what she was going through. Yeah, so it was great advice. Oh, and also one other thing I wanted to say, and I didn't say it during the thing, but the the flowers. Oh, my God, that would drive me nuts. If people say, I don't like flowers anyway, and I don't like uh-huh. to speak for all women because there are women who love flowers. But yes. I do, my husband knows gold or chocolate, no flowers. No flowers. No, oh, how because about that? they die, and then that's another job for me to have to take the uh, flowers out yes. to the trash can and clean the, the darn vase. Yeah. Yeah. And and you think that planting a tree, it, like some yeah. moms have received little trees, but then they say, well, what if the tree dies? Right. Now I'm going to be responsible for keeping the tree. Right. So, but <laughs> you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. That's the thing. Um, and, you know, you don't know what, you don't know what to do, but sometimes moms don't even know what they need. Yep. So yep. I forgot to make the point, like just show up with something to show that you care. Yes. Yes. You know? And Geraldine said, Jerry said the, the to use the the baby's name if there is a name and just i'm so sorry i am so sorry like recognize that this is a a a really sensitive situation and that i'm in pain just recognize it yeah such great information thank you so much this was so much fun i mean it was fun i mean it's a sad subject but it's really fun so when is it gonna be thanks denise broadcast well let me see um probably the week after next uh, on WDVR, I will let you know. I will send oh, you the okay. link. You can live stream it. it. the The radio station is local, so you could probably get it on eighty nine point seven FM. But you can always live stream it from the website, and then I will also play it on my. I'll take different pieces of it and put it together, and I will play that on my podcast as well. And I will let you know. I'm, okay. I'm a few weeks out from my podcast, but I really appreciate it and uh, hope, oh, hope we can pleasure. do it again. I really appreciate it. I would love to. All right. Thanks so right. much, Denise. Thanks, Take care. Claudine. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for all the great work you do. You're listening to Stories and Strategies for Women podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave us a review. Visit me at my website, ClaudineWalk.com. Drop me a note on Instagram at ClaudineWalk. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time.